All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. Hey, everybody. Welcome again back to HR Latte. This is Rayanne Thorne. I am returning with my guest, Josh Berry with Econic.co. And Josh, we're continuing our series on how HR tends to kill innovation efforts within organizations that are trying to innovate. So this next episode is going to address this, the issue of speed when it comes to corporations that are famous for moving slowly. How can we get them to move past that slow mode and start thinking that as innovators, we need to move quickly, we need to move fast, we have to be agile, we have to be ready to innovate. That's part of what makes innovation great is the speed. So Josh, let's kick it off and introduce yourself and then we'll dive right into our topic today. Sure, Rand. Uh, again, for the new listeners, I'm Josh Ferry, co-founder of Econic, uh, which is an organization dedicated to helping companies accelerate innovation. And we're helping people do that through providing the right spaces and the right strategy, many times the right HR strategy, and the right skills to be able to uh, get those innovation initiatives to market faster and hopefully more profitably. Well, then this is the perfect topic today for you. Absolutely. We have <laughs> we've been We've been talking about how HR can cause issues when it comes to mm-hmm. innovation. The people that get in the way when we talk about incentives, we've also addressed in our last episode, we talked about the fear of failure, which is ripe in HR departments. There is a risk averse feeling within HR, and it's it's part of the nature of that department. So as we think about speed or deployment of innovation or deployment of uh, new technology, how can an HR department maybe not just get out of the way, but maybe participate and help the organization to move forward with speed, with alacrity? Sure. Yeah, there's some of the fundamental things that obviously they can assist with in terms of making sure that you get people who are action-focused, right, who are working on the right teams. There are people who are more prone to being able to make quick decisions and learn from them and move on. And those people who already have at least some of that raw potential to be thinking and executing in that way, uh, we can also then continue to uh, train and develop them with a lot of those tools for rapid experimentation and and idea capture and things that are uh, basically the innovation team's toolkit to rapidly moving through uh, what we call the build, measure, learn cycle, which is straight from uh, Eric Reese's book on Lean Startup. Mm. That, that idea of how do you, uh, do, you don't just say, okay, this is our big idea and here's the big business plan. Now let's uh, go figure out how to build it. But you start to break it up into understanding what the biggest assumptions are that you have. You know, what are the riskiest things that you're living with with this innovation idea? And then how do you quickly build experiments to be able to uh, validate or invalidate that assumption, measure how the experiment went, learn from it, and then do it again. And so HR, in terms of getting the right people and training them in the right way, can have a huge impact on how quickly those people can move through uh, those ideas that they're experimenting with. 
So we, we talked a little bit earlier about outcomes and having an outcomes-based focus. Is this important for HR to maybe shift their thinking and start thinking more about what we can achieve as opposed to how we can achieve it? I think so. Uh, one of the things that great HR or, or org behavior or IO psychologists are really great at is understanding what are the behaviors that are most important in a particular role or job. And this is a great model to say, what exactly are we wanting out of these people? And then how do we design performance metrics that can uh, align with that to incentivize the right behaviors? So for instance, if you just take people and put them in, in an innovation team without properly saying, okay, we're trying to improve speed, we're trying to improve the number of ideas considered, you might not get to the fact of, okay, well, what are the right performance measurements that we need to put in place? We're seeing some innovative companies start to look at actually measuring or bonusing teams off of the number of ideas they consider or the number of ideas that they vet. And so uh, another one, I guess, uh, off the top of my mind that some people have used is when you're looking at those assumptions that I just mentioned, you always have a huge list of unknown assumptions, right? Both those untested ones. But if you start to look at the ratio of how many unknowns do you have to know things about the business model you're testing, you could start to develop, again, performance measurements that can be used to help people work through the idea process and focus them on the right things that you try to measure. And that's that's a hard one, too, because HR hates doing performance measurements. <laughs> it is something that is it's like pulling teeth in the industry. They and within that department, it's hard to get supervisors to measure performance and do the procedural, fill out the form, uh, fill in the application, whatever they is required within a certain organization to report on performance. It's sure. it's one of the most difficult parts of the human resources department. I want to take a quick break, Josh, but when we come back, I want to address the cycle that you talked about from Lean Startup. So we'll be right back, folks, as we continue this conversation about how HR can help with innovation efforts as opposed to hinder them. We'll be right back. HR Latte is brought to you by Dovetail Software a SaaS-based HR case management and help desk solution to ease today's HR departments into tomorrow. Simple but powerful real-time employee engagement, knowledge management, and detailed analytics empower human resource departments and shared services teams to effectively handle any type of employee interaction. Dovetail Software, by HR, for HR. Hey, everybody, and we are back. Again, big shout out to Dovetail Software for sponsoring this series. I'm really glad to have Josh Berry joining us and continuing this series on Is HR Killing Your Innovation Efforts? In this second half today, um, before we move on and talk about Lean Startup, I want to touch back, Josh, about performance measurement. I know that you have a little bit more to add to that. So if you could give us a little breakdown on what sure. you're thinking. Sure. I mean, what, what triggered in my mind uh, as, as we were finishing that is that these innovation teams are going to be expected to see and measure performance somehow. And if, if HR doesn't step in and help educate the teams or the organization on how you could start to measure behavior or other milestones or objectives in the process that can show progress towards the eventual uh, revenue or profitability of these things, if they don't take that role and own that, I know that it's already coming from the CFO or the accounting team who's scrutinizing the budgets of these innovation teams. 
Uh, we were at a conference recently and uh, a number of Fortune 500 companies said that is the biggest thing that they need help with. It's, it's, it's in the world, it's called innovation accounting. And it's basically help me defend our innovation initiatives that aren't going to get to profitability as fast as the CFO would like. Mm. And one of the great ways to do that is coming up with uh, alternative quantifiable performance measures that still show progress in the innovation process. And that's something HR has been talking about, uh, quantifiable measurement. It's the the whole big data, the little data, the refined data factor that that seems to inundate um, human resources these days, especially when we talk about the technology attached to this particular department. So, Josh, let's let's talk about build, measure, and learn. Can you break it down for my listeners? Uh, I have a lot of folks that are in human resources that maybe you know aren't really getting what being innovative means. So if we can talk a little bit about what what the startup mode, that whole lean idea, when we talk about startup, I have a, a great friend sure. and colleague, Dwayne Lay, who's written a book called Lean HR, you know, where he takes that type of thinking and applies it to human resources. But I would love to hear your ideas on what build, measure, and learn really means when we attach lean to it. Sure. So one of the interesting things is it doesn't just have to be with new products and new business models. You can look at, probably just as Dwayne Hinton is in his book, the ideal of any new process or initiative that you're rolling out. Most people spend a bunch of time building, building, building uh, a new comp system, let's say, and then rolling it out. And when you do that, what you're ultimately doing is you're, you're pushing a lot of the risk to uh, all this time and effort and money that's being spent building it and then putting it out there and seeing how well it works. It, 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 you're bunching up the risk too much, if that makes sense. What, what Build, Measure, Learn, which is a part of the Lean Startup uh, philosophy and methodology, says is how do we chunk this up and understand which aspects of this that we can build quickly and cheaply and then measure those results of it and then learn. So if, if there's certain aspects, let's say, of, of a new compensation plan or program that you are rolling out that you're not quite sure if they're going to work or not, what are different ways that you can start to test that and then measure the results to see if it got uh, or accomplished the changes or improvements that you're hoping for? And then how do you take that learning to then come back around and create another version of it? And maybe each time you make it a little bit bigger. Uh, you hear a lot of people nowadays uh, talking about agile. Right. In fact, there was even a there was even a presentation last week at the HR Reinvention Conference on agile HR. And agile and lean startup can kind of can live kind of pretty well together because both of them are just about how do you break things down into smaller bite-sized chunks that help you be a little bit more nimble and flexible in how you are are understanding what to build and can roll out. Josh, is there is there ever an instance where HR should help slow down what's happening within an organization? I know that I've been a part of a tech company that was growing so quickly and trying to do things beyond the, their capability that they they actually failed. And mm. so my role as a marketing professional with that organization who also has that HR background, I could see some of the things that were hindering them. The treatment of employees, the um, hiring and fi- the speed of hiring and firing that was going yeah. on. What can HR do to, when they see something like that? How can they step in and advise? Yeah, I, I think the big footnote to this is 
if there was a pendulum of can HR help speed it up or slow it down, I hope it's very strongly over on the speed it up side of things. And so <laughs> please don't latch on to these couple of things. Right now I can go step back in and start regulating. Right. Um, but to your point there, when you get to a spot where it becomes more about just the product and the sales and all of those aspects, That's right. you forget that fundamental idea that it's the right people in the right environment equipped the right way with the right leadership that ultimately builds a sustainable company. Because from that comes great ideas and great things and great products and all of those pieces. When you start to lose sight of that, I think that's when you start to, to run into issues. And so I, I guess I would, I would ask HR to, uh, to offer a little bit of uh, grace when people are running and just trying to get bodies filled. But the moment that you start seeing huge compromises on culture or compromises on the, the talents of the people being brought in, or like you said, labor relations, or, or definitely anything right. that starts to get into any regulatory issues and whatnot, you, you absolutely need to start to step in. But, but for more or less, you do need to err on the side of how can we help speed this along, not throw up more barriers, because we already have the reputation for that as HR professionals. This is a really tenuous subject um, when, we ta- when we talk to recruiters or HR professionals that are involved in the, these type of processes. And it sets us up perfectly for our next episode, which we will be talking specifically about hiring for innovation. So with that, Josh, do you have any last words to talk about speed? I know we, we really want HR to be involved with helping, not hindering. Any last suggestions you can give us? No, just really to understand that uh, speed is key and it doesn't need to be reckless speed. It can be thought out uh, and well understood speed. And that's what a lot of uh, lean startup is about is how do you have thoughtful speed about what's being done? I love that. Being mindful, being thoughtful. Thanks so much, Josh. This wraps up episode number four of our series, Is HR Killing Your Innovation Efforts? Join us for our next episode where we will dive into hiring for innovation. Thanks again, Josh. Thanks, Ryan.